It's time for another episode of Rainmaker for Contractors. Interviews and success stories with million-dollar-plus basement waterproofing and foundation repair owners. Discover how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your industry. With your host and Rainmaker for Contractors owner, Bill Crawford. Hey, what's up? Welcome, everybody, to the Rainmaker for Contractors podcast. Last week, I was at the World of Concrete in Vegas. I was with the Basement Health Association, and I had a lot of interaction with basement waterproofing contractors. And what I'm noticing is there seems to be a level of mediocrity that too many contractors are settling for when it comes to customer reviews. And customer reviews are so mission critical for the growth of your company. In this short podcast, I want to remind you of the importance of customer reviews. I wanted to give you some tips on how to empower literally everyone in your company to make this a priority for your company. And I just want to give you some practical tips that you could apply. I know these reviews can be difficult to get. I know it's challenging to be the leader, to motivate everybody, to be pushing everybody. It's just still too important to settle for anything other than just unleashing and empowering all of your employees to try to be getting reviews. So let me just try to answer some basic questions about this. First of all, why again are customer reviews so darn important? Here's some stats that I think are going to be motivating. So 17% of your ranking factor in local SEO is directly tied to the quantity and quality of your customer reviews. That's pretty significant. I see a lot of people spending a fortune every month on Google ads. I'm talking about local SEO. That's where the free leads come from. And so you could influence that factor. You could get a whole bunch more leads and save yourself some money. Here's another stat. 10 to 20% of your marketing budget will work better if you have a stronger rating from Google and more reviews. Why? Because all of your various lead sources, they're checking you out. They're reading your reviews. And in today's world, because it's so easy to check out a company, they are looking at those before they're making the phone call to your company. So if you want your lead flow to work better, you need more reviews and better reviews, and you have to keep up with that. And then if you want your reps to close more leads, it's a whole lot easier to close more leads when you have, like when that sales rep can go into that home and you guys have a ton of reviews and you have a super high rating and everyone's raving about you. So just there, that's some pretty strong motivation. Let me give you some more. 70% of online shoppers typically read between one and six customer reviews. Now that's quite a high percentage of people reading reviews. And the last one I'm gonna throw out is 65% of people say they've read online reviews in the past week. Reviews are just at the forefront of people's minds. And let me ask you a question. Would you ever make a major purchase for your home without reading the reviews of the company that you're seriously considering? I bet you there's not a person in the audience that would not do that. They're just too important to just be like, well, we get them sometimes. And if anyone's like sending in a, a mass email out to any jobs that they did at the end of the month to try to get reviews, 
I would say you got to change that. You got to stop that because at best you're going to get like 15 to 18% of the emails that you sent out to post review. And that's just not good enough. I'll explain further. Let me ask another question. Where should customer reviews go? I have seen people waste their precious reviews and only go into something like BirdEye, which is a customer review app that's popular. I've seen people put their best reviews in Angie. On occasion, I could see the reasoning behind this. They might have like a hundred, over 100 reviews on the Home Advisor Angie platform, and they get a lot of reviews or they get a lot of leads from that platform. I still say the number one spot that your reviews need to go is, is on Google. It's in your Google listing, on your Google business profile. That's where your leads need to go. And you need to make it easy for customers to be able to post on your Google listing. Facebook is a good place. Angie's a good place if you use that platform. But you need to make sure that it, you're going to channel all of your efforts to get reviews on Google. So here's another question I'd like to pose. Who should ask for a review at your company? My answer is every single person in your company that has any customer interaction anywhere in the business. And so I'm going to roll into another question, and that is, when should I ask for a review? And the answer is, again, very similar, whenever there's customer interaction. So a typical company typically is wanting to ask for a review at the end of a job. And sometimes it happens, and sometimes it doesn't. The number one answer that I hear is people say like, oh yeah, we have someone in the office that sends an email within a few days after the job. I don't like that system. I think you're gonna get way more reviews when the foreman is asking for a review at the end of the job. And I think this should be set up in the beginning of the job. And I think it should be set up before then. And I think the sales rep needs to mention this during the sales presentation and also when they're putting together the paperwork. So the goal really needs to be a customer review in every single interaction, but getting back to that job. So the rep brings it up twice in the home. The foreman is bringing it up when they open the job. And then the foreman is asking in person for a review. And then that foreman needs to position themselves to get a review. They need to over deliver and they need to kill them with kindness and do a phenomenal job. And then it's going to come a whole lot more natural. But let me go way beyond just trying to get a review at the end of the job. You could be getting reviews on service calls. You could also be getting reviews when someone calls in to the office for any possible reason. I'm running into companies that are getting reviews on just about every single sales call, whether they sell it or not. Or how about this situation? How about when a sales rep runs into a non-eligible lead? The customer called and said there was water in the basement. It turned out that there was a leaky hot water tank or a leaky pipe, and it had nothing to do with their foundation. Well, a rep usually would say like, oh, you need to call a plumber to do that. But what if their rep were to spend an extra few minutes, tried to go above and beyond for the situation, tried to be friendly with them, and then asked for a review? Wouldn't that be a good strategy to try to get a review? So there's a lot of different opportunities. If, if you work shows or events, 
you're going to come across customers that already have their service. And then that's another opportunity to ask for a review. So a couple pointers here. If you're emailing people a few days after the job or at the end of the month, really, like I would just stop that and really reevaluate and spend time in training your crews on trying to get a review at the end of the job. All right, here's a big one that I run into. Should I incentivize my employees to get customer reviews? And I'm going to answer it this way to say that numbers that companies care about, they get measured, they get tracked, they get posted on walls, those numbers get put into a contest, and there's incentives for those numbers. Do you pay sales reps a commission? Absolutely you do. Why? Because you want lots and lots of sales because they keep the doors open. That's not that different than customer reviews. Customer reviews are too darn important to not be measuring and incentivizing. And I know that the answer that I get, the answer that I hear is, why should I pay an employee to just to do their job? I think the owner needs to ask themselves, are they championing customer reviews? Like, do they really, really care about customer reviews? Because I think that comes from a place where customer reviews are not the top priority for that owner. Believe me, I know as an owner, there are so many hats to wear. There's so many priorities between employees and jobs and customers and systems and like 50 other things. Gosh, how do we fit yet one more item on top of this big list? I think the answer to that falls with the words of culture and habits and routines. And I think that we all have habits and routines that we do that come very naturally to us and we don't even think about them and it doesn't feel like an effort because we just automatically do it. And it's a matter of trying to change your culture and setting up a culture so that you're not the only one that's reinforcing these values and that actually the employees are embracing these values. Because truth of the matter is, if you went to all your employees and you said like, hey, would you rather work at a company that has 20 reviews and the rating is 4.0 or has 100 or 200 reviews and a rating of 4.9? Everyone would rather work at the company that has way better reviews because it's bragging rights. It's something you could be proud of. It's something that you work at a great company and you're your culture and your fellow employees really care about the company and they care about customer service. It just really relates to, you know, I care about my company, I care about my job and I care about customer service. And if you get an employee that when asked that question and they say like, I don't really care, or I just get my paycheck and I just do my thing. That's not an employee you want working at your company. You need employees that care about your company and that want to be proud of what they do and bring value to the customers. So if you could work on creating a company culture of reviews and just some tips here, you could find, I bet you if you looked at your reviews, I bet you there's two or three reviews that you're so darn proud of that everyone on your team should be proud of that review. You could somehow make a big poster board or however you want to put it and put, put those two or three reviews on the wall and put them in a picture frame and, and Put them in your office. It's something to be proud of. Another cultural thing is you could read a review or two every time you do a staff meeting. Or if you don't do staff meetings, you could 
you know, like it's on, on Monday, every meeting that you have on Monday, you're just going to read a, a review from last week. Just something to say, hey, these reviews are super important. And as far as incentivizing employees, you know, um, don't feel like you have to fork out all this money for every single review and, you know, that should be their job anyway. I would say to try to make it fun, make it into um, like a group. You can make it like a, you're going to buy lunch if people, if your team hits like some goal, like let's say they add 10 reviews in the month or whatever, something that is reasonable, something obtainable that they could hit, make it fun and buy them their favorite lunch or do something fun after work. Or maybe it is, uh, you're going to reward the top two employees that get the most reviews. Do something fun like that. And I, I do think, yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit of money, but it's way too important to just um, kind of expect an employee to to get a review and to go above and beyond. I think the company's got to reward that kind of behavior. I think a good assignment for you is to shop. If you're a basement waterproofing contractor, shop for your industry and type in basement waterproofing and try to put on a hat of like, I have never hired a basement waterproofing company ever. I'm not fully sure what it is but I'm gonna check out these companies. I'm gonna read the reviews and try to figure out who you would pick in your industry. If you were to pick three companies, who would you have out to your company? The other thing I would ask you to do is look at your reviews and ask yourself, where do you think you could be in three months? And if we were to meet this day and a year from now, what do you want your reviews to look like? Because that is gonna matter. You know, you might have a lot of reviews, but I gotta tell you something else. People want recent reviews. A lot of people think that reviews over three months are not relevant. And it makes sense to me. If you're going to hire a contractor, wouldn't you want to see your recent reviews? If you saw, you know, five great reviews, five in a row, five stars, raving about the crews, I would want one of those crews that got an amazing review and got five stars. And if I saw a review that was like six months old, I was like, ah, I would think, I'm not sure if I care because that crew might be gone. Maybe that crew doesn't even work there anymore. So recent reviews are really critical. So again, keep in mind, it's going to help your lead flow because people are checking you out before they even pick up the phone to call. And then it's going to help your closing percentage as well, because reps can close easier if they have an entire um, book full of amazing reviews behind them. It gives them that confidence and then it puts a customer at ease. So please, as you go into 2023, really look at your customer reviews and try to strive for that culture where your employees are getting customer reviews, your foremen are asking for them at jobs, your sales reps are getting reviews, whether they sell it or not, especially on non-eligible leads. Maybe you do shows, you could be asking for customer reviews, the service department could be asking for customer reviews, and then come up with some kind of incentive for people to receive or maybe it's your staff, or maybe it's a department or whatever it is, but make it fun and really value those customer reviews to help your company grow. All right, that's all I have today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. 
You've been listening to the Rainmaker for Contractors podcast, where basement waterproofing and foundation repair business owners and industry experts share marketing and sales information that helps you reach more customers. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and get all of our show notes at rainmakerforcontractors.com slash podcast.